guys drink flows from the force of the Come on to your butt. I am your father. My name is Jack. Oh, All of that sweet change. Hasta la vista. Remember, the force will be with you always. Hello, what have we here? Scruffy looking nerfer! I got a bad feeling about this. You know, they, they call me cautious being on multiple social media platforms. This is madness. It's a trap! Where's my super suit? We have a Hulk. Fine, I'll do it myself. What up, boys? Welcome back to your Phantom Rant Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Kensler. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> but we are back on another exciting Phantom Rant episode where we have the boys back again, the Moses Bros. They haven't been on an episode in a while. It's been since October. It's been too long, boys. Welcome back. Good to be back. Very, very good to be back. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> yeah, that's good to Very, Pause. very good to be back. Take a seat. <laughs> Anyways, can you not hear? Uh, I can hear now. Children, all right. Man, these kids who are, you know, under 21, they just don't know how to behave themselves. Mom, they're bullying me. (laughs) (laughs) Can't even consume alcohol. Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we are uh, also participating in another episode of couch talk so this is going to be another laid back episode where we're just gonna you know hang out and talk about stuff and we do have a set outline it's just going to be mainly revolving around what these guys know the most about which is comics and dc all the best stuff (laughs) and maybe hans zimmer (laughs) oh boy oh boy and maybe the witcher you never know (laughs) but anyways what's new with you guys you guys haven't been on a while last time people last time you guys were on this episode steven said joker was better movie oh. than dark knight <laughs> we had some pretty big claims um the claim still stands just, i'm just saying that right now hear that Devin? he <laughs> still likes joker more than the yeah dark knight. Whoa, whoa 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 i like i like the dark knight more oh 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 it's a, you think i think it's joker is a better movie right 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 than the dark knight yeah still st- i think i what was it Devin and clint they said they give steven a month yeah, it's been yeah, it's been like five months. It's been a while. <laughs> you still think that? That's crazy. I'm just saying, like, I don't make, like, I don't switch back and forth between what I think. If I say something, it's because I actually yeah. really do think. Like it when is. you watched CW Supergirl <laughs> oh, first gosh. season, you said this is going to be an amazing show, and you still watch it to this day, <laughs> even though. Oh my gosh! Like it's such an amazing show. Like oh my gosh, she's like so inspiring and like women and stuff. Even oh though my views gosh. have dropped from 15 million to one million. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I haven't watched an episode of Supergirl since like 2015. I haven't watched an episode of Supergirl. <laughs> episode seven of Supergirl. Anyways, we are not here to roast feminist uh, TV shows. We are here. Or just the CW in general. The CW in general. We can just take shots at that. Oh gosh. Oh, we'll rip that. Anyways, so Stephen has. What's new with you, Stephen? Besides uh, a sweet ride outside Phantom Rain headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sitting outside Phantom Rain HQ is my uh, modern Broad Pattinson Batmobile. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, since uh, October, I think I've officially done with the DCEU. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't handle the way 
Birds of Prey treated Cassandra Kane. <laughs> I get triggered thinking about it. Oh, like, I'm talk, not we'll gonna talk. lie. Yeah, we we probably won't talk about it because it's we won't. It's, it's still I, too tender of a subject. Yeah, for none, none of us have even seen it yet either. But I, just from the trailers, I got so triggered that I'm <laughs> I'm never gonna watch that movie. Matt literally is gonna pay for my ticket so I can watch it with him because they all think I'm this anti-feminist. Even though the film really wasn't that feminist, I hear. Ryan hates women. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, like, I watched the first two minutes of it (laughs) online. Like, it was, like, on Twitter. It got uh, posted to Twitter. Illegally? No, it was just posted to Twitter. Uh, Okay. I think it's, like, the first... You can't have that on Phantom Rand. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Phantom Rand is a very prestigious... This is a Christian podcast. (laughs) We can't be doing that. (laughs) No cursing on my Christian podcast. (laughs) All right, well, Dev, uh, Dev is going to cut out a lot of that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut this part. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched, like, the first two minutes. It starts off interesting. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> Although not many people are going to see it just in general. Because I think it's, like, struggling to even hit 200 million at the oh. box office, which is kind of bad. Just the whole marketing of that movie was just bad. Yeah. In they general. changed the title halfway through <laughs> in theaters. Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we are not here to talk about Birds of Prey. Amen. Because no one wants to talk about that. <laughs> Another amen. <laughs> We're here to talk about some stuff that we love. Finding Dory 2. <laughs> Has just got an announcement. Finding Dory 2 is coming out, people. Bless the Lord. Sequels. Yeah. Sequels. I love those Disney sequels. Anyways, <laughs> we've talked about Steven. What's new with you, Peter? Uh, not much. Just, you know, getting bigger, stronger, more swole. I will let the listeners know that I, Ryan, work out with Peter at least twice a week at uh, Sun Devil Fitness Center. We are getting swole. We are on that superhero protein (laughs) gains workout program that we made up ourselves. Except for Ryan (laughs) with his legs. Oh God! I don't work on my legs. <laughs> it's not good. And then yesterday, I was at the gym super late. I told these boys earlier when we were at Oregano's tonight. We're classy and we had bazookies. But mm-hmm. <laughs> last night, I was doing incline uh, shoulder press, and it was just way too heavy of weights. And my like the left bu- uh, dumbbell <laughs> like fell back, and my shoulder like popped out of place, and like snapped back. It was really bad. My arm was dead for like ten seconds, but. Uh, I survived. Moral of the story, I shouldn't go work out by myself. <laughs> I'm an infant. <laughs> and I can also bench 50% more than I can squat. <laughs> That's so bad, too. <laughs> okay, Ryan's numbers, in case you guys are wondering. Oh, boy. Are, so he, he's gotten so much stronger since he started working out with me and doing what true. I do. Thanks, so I think, thanks, Peter. I think he, when we first started out, he could only bench, I think, like, I think he struggled to bench was like 95, 95 yeah. pounds, putting two two twenty five plates on each side. Yeah. He got it up; to, he hit a max of one fifty five. So since he's like been doing what I've been doing, he's getting a lot stronger. Yeah. However, he does not train his legs. Oof. So uh, none of the testosterone is pumping <laughs> through my body. So he, I think he's hit a max of one fifteen with his legs <laughs> for on a squat. But he can only comfortably bend, uh, squat like 95 pounds. <laughs> yeah, so. so it's the ongoing joke of me and Peter. Yeah. Peter I mean, and I. Like, I can, for me, I my max bench is 225, and I don't really squat because I hurt my lower back, so I do trap 
uh, bar deadlifts, and so I hit like 345. So that's the difference that it should be with you with between your legs and your upper body. Wait, hey, Steven, uh, did anyone ask <laughs> how much he can bench and no. squat? <laughs> Viewers at home, please know that Peter will never pass up an opportunity to talk about himself. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true, or to promote things He's that he like, believes in. Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut. <clears throat> All right, should we say Zack Snyder's Justice, Justice League? League. Buy the merch. We have hoodies. Oh, yeah. Anyways, guys, I'm super excited for this episode. I cannot wait to talk about some beefy, beefy stuff happening in pop culture right now. First thing I want to talk about before we move on with this episode is a little guy, literally, we know, (laughs) who's playing Batman named Robert Pattinson. (laughs) (laughs) Disrespect. Me and Peter work out way harder than he does. (laughs) (laughs) Even Steven does. (laughs) He doesn't work out at all. (laughs) But basically, um, we've had a lot of news of Pattinson in the past like month. I mean, um, we had the suit reveal. Um, we've had the set photos with the uh, Bat Cycle, and then now we got the, our first look at the Batmobile. Um, so I just want to open it up to you guys on how you're feeling going into Batman 2021. Um, maybe some pre connotations of the movie, um, or just some like. Some of your guys' thoughts going into this. Uh, to quote Robin from Young Justice, <laughs> I'm whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. It's just when they just kind of announced Robert Pattinson was cast, I was like, oh, that's interesting. It was a casting. weird casting. Like I know he's like a really really good actor. I know a lot of people got stuck up on his Twilight days, but no, he is like a very he is a phenomenal actor. I would honestly make the case that he's might be the second best actor to portray Batman. Mm. Not talking about Batman performances or anything, but just in terms of pure acting ability behind only Christian Bale. Yeah. Because, I mean, Christian Bale... Oh, like, no, one's, no one's saying that from Christian Bale. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like he's the chameleon, chameleon of Hollywood, basically. Yeah, he is very, yeah. So, um, but, like, Robert Pattinson has really worked on his acting ability with indie films and, and things like that, uh, and to really just work on his acting craft, which I very much respect. Um, but just, it's kind of weird. I've been repeatedly trying to picture myself pick or picture him as bruce wayne mm-hmm. uh just like look at him and be like okay can i see this as a guy okay oh yo that that's bruce wayne you know there's even like trying to look at him how he does look how he looks in comics and and trying to like compare and contrast but for me like i just as much as i as hard as i try i can't really see it personally yeah so like i'm not trying to like oh like be a whole like like stuck up on the, like Ben Affleck or anything, but like he like literally looks like oh the perfect It always goes back to Ben Affleck. His Lord and Savior, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Batflick. But anyways, so what do you guys think of the suit? Let's just start with the suit. As someone who recently finished watching all of Daredevil, it's the first thing it reminded me. Of. <laughs> yeah, Daredevil. I mean, even the promo was in red. Yeah, which is an interesting choice for Batman. Yeah. But I mean, you know the most about Batman out of anyone here. How do you think Reeves is going to handle this? I think that it's going to be a very different take mm-hmm. from what we got towards like Ben Affleck's Batman or even mostly towards Christian Bale's Batman, where it's going to be a lot closer to the comics, but a lot dialed back in terms of the insane action mm-hmm. that we saw in BVS. Versus the realism that we saw in uh, 
the Nolan trilogy with yeah. Christian Bale. I'm I'm optimistic towards this because Robert Pattinson is someone I can definitely see portraying a great Batman. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne, eh? We'll we'll see. I mean, I've been proved wrong like before. Like Ryan Reynolds portraying an amazing, amazing Green Lantern. Hey, well, Ryan Reynolds is no. an amazing <laughs> casting choice for Green Lantern. Yeah, the, the writing. That movie had amazing and, casting. Yeah. Mark Strong as Sinestro. Uh, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Uh, uh, <laughs> Idris Alba, John Stewart. John Boyega as John Stewart. Anyways, <laughs> so basically, the Batman uh, by Christopher Reeves is only going to have a budget. You mean Matt Reeves? Did I say Christopher Reeves? You said Reeves? Christopher Reeves. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, by Matt Reeves, <laughs> it's only going to have a budget of close to like a hundred million, I think. Yeah, some um, there were some reports saying it might the budget might only range between like ninety and one hundred and fifteen million. Yeah, which is basically the lowest like Batman budget modern Batman movie we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it's going to be very, very like kind of an indie film almost. Yeah. Like more relying on his detective side. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. Is it based on the Long Halloween? Is that uh, what I've that's heard? what the rumors are, and I am super excited to see if it's like in that year one Long Halloween's t- time for Batman, where yeah he's establishing himself, mm-hmm. where you will see like a long period of Batman. Because with all the movies that we've seen, it's like, oh, this probably happens within like a month, minus uh, The Dark Knight Rises. And I guess sort of for BVS, there's like an, a huge gap in between like the opening scene and whatever. Like 18 months. 18 months, yeah. yeah. But where we see like, for those of you who don't know about what The Long Halloween is about, it's about uh, this holiday killer who kills people, members of uh, crime families. It starts off that way. Uh, only on holidays and you see that it progresses from you know christmas to easter mother's day father's day and you get to see batman and how he is affected on each day and what each day means to him and you get to Mm. peel back the layers of this character to uh, reveal like this very human side of batman something that isn't always portrayed in comics or movies, I mean, not mm-hmm. comics. In yeah. movies. So I'm optimistic uh, from those rumors mm-hmm. on based on the storyline. And uh, it makes me excited to to see like a, a raw take on uh, the psyche of Batman. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it'll be interesting. I think we're all... Um, I don't know, but Devin and Clint definitely adore the um christopher nolan batman dark knight um that's their baby mm-hmm. um but we are all kind of set on ben affleck uh, peter is really 100 ben affleck <laughs> peter will never change peter he won't <laughs> i'm won't. over here i think we're kind of optimistic peter i kind of view batman as like a james bond type character mm. where the only thing that will ever overrule everything is the comics for me mm. and i will look at it like each interpretation as you know, just a different actor wearing the skin of Batman. Yeah, that's a good way to view it. What because about Kevin Conroy? In the same way, <laughs> like Kevin Conroy is, is just the voice I hear when I read comics. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I was going to try and do the voice, but I can't. No, no one can do no the voice. No one can do the voices. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Belford, get to the Batmobile. <laughs> 
that wasn't good. <laughs> that was not. No, it's, not it's, really, it's really cool, though. Alfred, when... get to the Batmobile. Alfred. Al- Alfred. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred played by Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> What'd you say, Batman? <laughs> no, it's, I think it's really cool. AKA Ebenezer Scrooge in Muppets <laughs> Christmas Carol. <laughs> Michael Caine's best role. No, I, I, I do think it's really cool, like, you know, not to go off like a huge tangent though, but like when, you know, you kind of like read comics and you spend a lot of time with like the iconic voices of like, say, since DC has a very rich history in animation. So like mm-hmm. when you read, when you read Batman, like you hear Kevin Conroy's voice. When you read Joker, it's Mark Hamill. When you read Superman, it's Tim Daly. When yeah. you read Wonder Woman, it's Susan Eisenberg. You've got like these kind of iconic voices that become like synonymous with the character. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to put it. That is a nice way because to put it. Batman is a very different character from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Because Spider-Man has been like his big portrait. Like you can you can know the comics, um, but Spider-Man's really big in you know movies. Yeah. Like that's really where his character kind of blew up with 2001. Two thousand one. Two two thousand two. Oh, two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two. Um, with the Raimi trilogy. Um, but yeah, Batman is an interesting character where it's like. It kind of changes on who can portray him, and it. Do you guys think that's like there will ever be another character that's similar to that besides maybe James Bond, where someone just keeps portraying the role throughout generations? Like, do you think maybe someone like what if that ever happened to Darth Vader? Oh no! Uh, <laughs> like, imagine that. Yeah. Different generations. Okay, I. It's the very reason, different yeah. for that because Darth Vader was founded in the movies. Yeah. Versus uh, Batman being founded in comics. Uh, there is uh, Jack Ryan, who's been played by Harrison Ford, yeah. uh, Ben Affleck, John Krasinski, Alec Baldwin. That is true. Uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. <laughs> Chris Pine. <laughs> uh, there are multiple characters, but if you like, people think like iconic people who have been played by multiple actors. Like, my mind always goes James Bond. Like, I don't even always think of Batman first. Mm-hmm. Because it's very different, in a way, for, like, people that associate their beginnings with, like, movies, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People that will, will remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not taking any shots at anybody. <laughs> Anyways, the last thing I want to say about um, the new Pattinson Batman movie that's coming out in 2021 is the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. So basically, we got a um, an official picture, like three pictures of it. And basically, there were rumors that it was going to look like a muscle car. We didn't mm-hmm. literally think it was going to be a muscle car, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it is. So me and Peter are kind of on the fence about it, um, especially with an exposed engine in the back. <laughs> Doesn't seem like something Batman would do. But anyways, Steven likes it. I, I do like it. Yeah. And when people talked about uh, what it potentially could look like, that's like literally what I thought of. I mean, I didn't think like, hey, let's put the engine exposed. I mean, that's not what popped in my head. But yeah. that older muscle car, I built this from scratch. I'm a mm-hmm. younger Batman. Yeah. I haven't really faced any like insane, uh, f- as Gotham would call it, the freaks of Gotham. Yeah. The It's just been like bandits, criminals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just you need a fast car to outrun the police. None of the asylum characters. Yeah. Yet. We yeah. haven't gotten into... 
you know, Joker, Scarecrow, Clayface, Bane, whatever. Yeah. I think you we were talking about this at Oregano's, but it could be interesting. Like, if they are doing a trilogy, which I think there are rumors that this is going to be a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Especially with, like, the lower budget. Yeah. Like, they want to, like, de-risk any failure that it right. could potentially have. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's definitely something that they're probably already yeah. thinking about. But if this is a trilogy, I forgot who said this, but it could be interesting to see, like, kind of a beginning start Batman with, like, really rugged gear. Like yeah, Peter was really, saying this. Really, like, beginner's gear, which will turn into later. uh, You know, top tier, more, like, comic accurate, like... Batmobile, Batsuit, everything. Yeah, so. I think that they are, or I hope that they are setting it up for this because, I mean, people draw comparisons to Matt Reeves' uh, or Robert Pattinson's Bat logo, mm-hmm. how it... It's kind of a first appearance Batman yeah, logo. It yeah. really is, and how his car is kind of like lower tech. Uh, his suit looks not the most uh, like streamlined. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little bulky. It's based off of um, Arkham game suit, which was what I've heard some rumors. I mean, it looks like it too. I, I mean, they, I think they took the armor, but it's still like a little low tech. If you look at like the uh-huh. pants, they literally look. Like, oh yeah, it's just like, like cargo Captain America pants. pants. Like, yeah, <laughs> so it's not like high tech thing. Like you, whether it's the suit, you know, obviously this is him supposedly in you know like year two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's not gonna have that much technology. It's not gonna be you know Ben Affleck suit where it's like mm-hmm. okay like a super comic actor straight out of comic suit it's, it's like his car like steven said this is you know he doesn't have to he just hasn't had to make anything insane yet so it's not mm-hmm. going to be something insane like the bvs batmobile or something mm-hmm. yet like he's still like building and trying to like get better as batman he's still new at this that is true do i hear you defending robert pattinson okay so, like, <laughs> like, like like i said like i'm whelmed I'm not, like, super excited, but I'm not like, oh, okay, I don't care about this movie at all. Like, I mm-hmm. do want a Batman movie to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the character, especially as time has gone on as I've gotten older, I think. I mean, Superman is my favorite character. I think he's been my favorite comic book character since, like, 2010. So, it's been a while. And I haven't really loved Batman up until, like, within, like, the last three, four years as I've like really like just started like getting into character, reading more comics, yeah. like things like that. So like it's it's one of those things where I do want it to be good. <laughs> I uh I I guess you could say see a lot of people complaining about it. Um I and comparing say like to Christian Bale, how he st- kind of started off in Batman Begins and how his how he has the tumbler mm-hmm. and everything. But yet, Lucius Fox was literally the one who made the Tumblr. Wayne Enterprises was literally making weapons and mm-hmm. things like that. So I don't that really think true. that's a fair comparison to say like, oh, look at the Tumblr and high, quote unquote, high tech that looks compared to yeah. Robert Pattinson's car. It doesn't look like a Batmobile. I just want to put that out right now. The Tumblr, like, <laughs> as a Batmobile. Uh-oh. Now we're talking about the Batmobile. <laughs> okay, yeah. We're, sorry, I'm going to go far off track. Obviously, we all love the BVS Batmobile. It's the best one live action interpretation it actually drives like Zack snyder pulled up <laughs> the tumblr to drives Comic-Con. too but Zack snyder pulled up to comic-con yeah, in pretty the badass. bbs batmobile i didn't see christopher nolan pulling up anywhere in that <laughs> <laughs> yeah steven it's his uh apparently someone made a replica uh a little while ago of of the bbs batmobile it cost uh i think eight hundred thousand dollars 
So it's that's basically Stephen's dream. It's car. my life goal now yeah. to buy that car. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Peter went Lambos, but Stephen yeah. wants the BVS Batmobile. <laughs> I want a Batmobile. Like who doesn't? Well, Honestly, te- technically, be... you already have a higher tech, you know, more modern <laughs> one. So that's true. Your Batmobile, your car is already better than <laughs> the Batmobile coming out in 2021. <laughs> hey, Rob, my Batmobile has Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert Pattinson. But anyways, guys, was there anything else you wanted to hit? on Pattinson's Batman before we switch gears a little bit. I kind of want to dive into the casting a little bit of that Ooh, movie because... Okay. We can do that real fast. Real fast. I like it. So basically, we have Robin Pattinson as Batman. And then Zo- uh, Zoe Kravitz. Go, mm-hmm. Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz yeah. as Catwoman, which I think is pretty good. She definitely has that year one Catwoman look. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm interested to see uh, where it goes. I just can't wait to see Jason Momoa show up, Aquaman, <laughs> be like, you're going to ask for my hand or ask, wait, ask my, ask my daughter-in-law. I, are you going to ask for my blessing? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but anyways, then we have, um, who's, uh, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Jeffrey Gordon. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner mm-hmm. Gordon. How are you, how you feeling about that, Stephen? I don't know anything about him. He was um, in Hunger Games <laughs> and he's in Westworld. Okay. Um, I don't think I don't know anything else. But I'm then. somebody who loves to have super comic accurate casting. So like mm-hmm. my pick would have been, I would have gone with Brian Cranston in a heartbeat. Okay. Or try to go after him. Uh, from what he I've seen on the internet, which take it what you will. We know he's the internet a fantastic is- actor, and uh, he'll do the character justice. But he he kind of mm-hmm. seems on the older side. Mm, yeah. And for a yeah. year two Batman, I, I always imagine Commissioner Gordon, someone who is literally He's like young too. chasing down crime with him, who's only yeah. like 10 years older yeah. than uh, Kind of like Gotham, the TV show, mm-hmm. where he's the main character. Yeah. And then yeah. we have Andy Serkis as Alfred. Ooh, that cast. My precious. My precious. Yeah. I, my precious. How do you guys feel about that? Um, I don't like it. He, uh, For me, Alfred... Ha- I've always imagined Alfred having that a James Bond look, a James Bond feel to him. Yeah. Cause he's that British spy who will serve you tea and look completely like he belongs in the Royal Palace. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Andy Circus. I know Andy Circus mm-hmm. is such a versatile actor and he can pull off anything. I would have cast him as Penguin, but I'm also oh, yeah. I also do like Colin Farrell as Penguin. I'm very excited to see that. Colin Farrell could be a cool one. Basically, I'm actually kind of excited to see Robert Pattinson and Andy Serkis's duo. It's gonna be. It's mm-hmm. a very interesting. Dynamic. It's very interesting. Yeah, I feel like it's not gonna look like anything we've ever seen, mm-hmm. but I think it could be really fun because Batman always has this like fun, sarcastic banter with Alfred. Yeah. Um. They always like Alfred. Always make like you know he's snarky. Yeah. He's, Batman will say something. Alfred will roast him. Yeah. It's like this wonderful dynamic that they have. And I think Andy Serkis could pull that off really well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be fun. Um. Yeah, just for the record, you know, all you Phantom Rant listeners, Stephen is the best <laughs> fan caster that I've literally ever seen. We whether do it's a Phantom Rant episode where we just fan cast with Stephen. Yeah, no, like legit. <laughs> like if I could have him just like cast people for DC movies or anything, like literally, I would like have want him to be hired to cast people for as would DC you movies. Change so. Henry Cavill as Superman? Would you change that? No, but my dream. Okay. My dream casting for who I think Henry Cavill 
who I'd like to see Henry Cavill play is actually Batman. Interesting. Oh, I think you told me this. I, I think I might have told you that. Or, or maybe, maybe Peter, Peter told, told, you told you that me. I told yeah. you that. Or I told him that. Which, he's an amazing Superman. He's an amazing actor. But if you've seen The Witcher, he plays that that darkness so well. Yeah. And like that... <laughs> I'm obsessed with The Witcher right now. Though. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Steven, Steven's in a... He just tried to get us to watch The Witcher, even though we were trying to record. <laughs> like, let's just play it in the background, the you know? <laughs> but, yeah. No, yeah, Henry Cavill does have that butt chin, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Henry Cavill is probably the only actor that I'd want to be playing Superman right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, unless he, uh, you know, doubled up on Superman and Batman. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, last character casting we should talk about is Paul Dano as the Riddler. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. It could be interesting. Yeah. I think, I've actually really never seen him in anything, so I don't really He's know in, what uh, to expect. Prisoners, which is a really good movie. I haven't seen that. Yeah, you know, Danny Villeneuve. Uh, it's with Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a movie that's like um, pretty high on my watch list, but I just haven't gotten the time to watch it yeah awesome all right boys well this has been a fun talk about pattinson but Mm -hmm. we are here to talk about more than just batman there i don't know if you guys know much about um the dc animated universe um obviously just just a little bit maybe (laughs) maybe a little bit (laughs) i mean you, you all have probably seen like um batman under the red hood you've probably seen like uh mass the phantasm but more than uh there's a lot of modern dc animated movies that actually um are much more popular than some of the extended universe movies like aquaman shazam bvs like these movies um come out a lot more often um and they're they're pretty good um but basically um there is red sun that just came out Mm -hmm. which is a really cool take on superman but also um more notably coming out soon is justice league dark apocalypse war mm-hmm. which is going to be rated r yeah in a d in an animated movie yeah which is crazy but i don't know if you guys want to talk about either red sun or apocalypse war what we can expect from those but basically these are it's like the same like storyline as like the death of superman um justice league war um yeah so that's hush it, it, basically the current dcau is kind of based around uh the new 52 mm-hmm. um they've obviously taken and adapted different storylines not everything exactly the same how it is in the comic but that's essentially what they're doing their current universe and continuity started with flashpoint yeah uh directed by the Great one and only movie. Seen it, go watch it yeah check that out if you guys haven't seen it but um yeah watching these okay. anime movies will make you in like seem a lot more knowledgeable about comics actually because so many of these yeah. storylines are just directly taken from comics yeah mm-hmm. yeah not not all of them are super comic accurate especially kind of the recent ones the more recent ones uh yeah a l- little bit okay <laughs> if you guys have seen flashpoint you know that um basically batman in flashpoint is actually thomas wayne bruce dies in the incident basically my casting of a live action Thomas Wayne Batman would be John Hamm. Ooh. Dude, I think that would be so that good. That would be so good. From Baby Driver. If you guys have seen Baby Driver, I would love that. Anyways, we were talking about the anime universe. 
Yeah, so the Red Sun isn't actually in the animated universe. It's an Elseworld story gotcha. of where Superman, instead of landing in Kansas, he what lands, what, 12 hours later? Something like that. In uh, Russia. Russia. Soviet Russia. Yeah. Oh, and he it's t- technically how he lands earlier, right? Yeah, he, it's 12 hours earlier instead of 12 hours later, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Time is a little off. And he does not land in Kansas. He lands in Soviet Russia. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's all about him growing up as a Soviet Superman. And Soviet how the, the dynamic for that changes. There's a, yeah, Soviet Batman because why not? <laughs> uh, basically, everybody just gets put in Russia. Yeah. Except Even for Wonder Woman, right? Well, she's not no, Russian. No, she's she's from Themyscira. Yeah. She just comes as like an ambassador for Themyscira because they're trying to like negotiate with right. humans and uh-huh. and with mankind. I, I'm actually gonna watch it. it. It looks interesting. I have not seen it. I've only read the comic. Yeah. I do know the comic. Peter told me. He already spoiled it for me. It has a really really cool plot twist in the end. It's really good. Uh, Lex Luthor is Team America, which is interesting enough. Captain America. <laughs> he's the. Oh. He's it's basically America versus Russia. Lex Luthor as the representation of America, Superman representing Russia. Also, fun fact about the guy who voices Lex Luthor in Red Sun is the same guy who voiced Batman in Batman the Brave and the Bold. Stop. <laughs> oh, God. Stop. <laughs> I'm, don't need I'm, this right now. No, no, no. I, was, I watched it because I've, I've read the comic and, watched the, and I watched the movie uh, like last week or no, earlier this week. And then I'm listening to the guy's voice. I'm like, why does it sound so familiar? So I looked it up and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's Batman. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Steve is trying to confirm this right now. No, I'm just looking something else up. Jason Isaacs is the voice of uh, Red Sun Superman. Gotcha. So it was it's interesting. It's it's like a it's it's a really cool concept. Yeah, it's it's a really, really interesting concept, as Ryan just said. And uh <laughs> it's kinda like the flashpoint. It's, it's very an similar. Elseworld it's an story. Elseworld where like Superman, instead of landing on a farm, landed in metropolitan city, um, and the government raised him. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, one thing I will say about it because I'm the only one who's seen it, I definitely don't think the movie lives up to the comic. Yeah. Um, I mean that's how it's going to be in most cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially with the so the animated movies are usually great. But one thing that definitely plays against, you know, that it's a disadvantage is the fact that they're usually, you know, only they're between an hour and an hour, 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not that long. You have to squeeze in hey, like Shrek was only an hour 30. <laughs> you have to squeeze in a lot of times like a huge storyline, like Batman Hush, which was another DC animated movie that they squeezed. You know, you have to take uh, so much yeah. content and squeeze yeah. it in. It didn't always work. It doesn't always work. Like in Hush, it didn't work. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in Red Sun, they squeeze a lot, oh. and it, it's like a lot. Oh, hello. Hi there. <laughs> We're playing footsies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, it's it's a, The story's a lot more condensed and everything, and they, that t- really dope twist at the end that I Ryan mentioned, uh, they actually don't have it in the movie, which honestly mm-hmm. works better for the movie because, you know, it would just kind of feel rushed on at the end. Yeah. And everything, and the movie was only like an hour and 20 minutes. Um, but overall, it, overall, it is a good movie and it gets my sign of approval. You guys should explain the ending or someone should really fast because it's actually really cool because most likely you guys probably won't watch the movie, but you just, mean, you, you'll watch the movie, but haven't read the comic. Oh yeah. Or? You'll watch the movie, but haven't read the comic. Um, but 
Peter, you should tell us like what the ending is because it's so cool. Okay, yeah. Okay. If you guys don't want to hear it, then you can skip past this. Maybe like a minute. Hopefully, this will only take a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's hear it. All right. So basically, it's kind of like a Chris. The first time I read it, I was I was kind of blown away. Like, and that was the first time I'd been blown away like this since reading Watchmen. Um, it's kind of like a Christopher Nolan esque ending. So essentially, what happens? So spoiler alert. Um, Superman uh, essentially you know, just lives as Clark Kent the rest of his life by the end of the comic and um, isn't Superman anymore. And just like a lot, basically Lex Luthor helps um, take the world to next levels of prosperity and technological advancements. And essentially you see that um, Earth continues to evolve and evolve and evolve. And um, soon it gets like thousands of years later. I don't remember the exact time frame, but essentially like Luthor's descendants um, and it turns out that ba- essentially Earth becomes like they become Krypton in the future, like thousands of years or whatever in the future. And it turns out that Lex Luthor's great 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 whatever grandson is basically Jor El, and he's sending little Kal El, who's literally Superman, so like cool. back in time, essentially to and then so it's. Back it's, in time to when Earth was Earth. Yeah, when mm-hmm. it was Earth, and yeah, it's that's su- it's such a cool like mind warper. Yeah, so, I, I love stuff like that. So Lex Luthor wouldn't have been able to like advance um, civilization without Superman, and and Superman wouldn't be Superman without Lex Luthor because he's literally a descendant of Lex Luthor. Right. So yeah, it's it's a cool dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, last thing about um, some animated movies from. Uh, DC is the new movie Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. So, w- what is this actually about? This I have no idea. Is kind of a take on Apocalypse War, but it's half of uh, the conflict in a way. So, in the comic uh, Apocalypse War, you take the Anti Monitor and Darkseid and you put them against each other, and I mean Darkseid dies. Spoilers. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> okay. Sorry for the comic. Obviously, uh, the animated movie is going to be very different as there is no Andy Monitor, and they're bringing in Justice League Dark into this. But interesting things happen to each member of the Justice League in the comic, and you've seen uh, pictures. And if you've seen the trailer for this movie, you've seen uh, little tidbits here and there, where each Justice League member kind of gets the powers of a god. So Superman becomes the god of strength, but hmm. he kind of loses his humanity in a way. Uh, Batman becomes uh, the god of what wisdom? I think knowledge. It's, I think it's knowledge. Knowledge. Yeah. yeah. He sits on Metron's chair, uh, the chair that knows everything. He answers, ask the chair any question. The chair will give him the answer. Uh, Green Lantern becomes the god of light. Wonder Woman is the god of war. Uh, Shazam is the god of gods or something. A lot of things happen to the members of the Justice League, and it's going to be very interesting to see how it all goes because the trailer shows them preparing for war against Darkseid. But obviously, things are going to go very south, and the and Justice League Dark has to do something to help the <laughs> the main Justice League. That's all the trailer's given us off of. It's loosely, very, very loosely based off of Apocalypse War, and I'm excited yeah. to see what it is because. There's no comic they have to live up to right now. Right. They can do their own thing. 
That yeah. is interesting. And the fact that this is kind of an event f- type film, Stephen and I do hope this uh-huh. is longer than the usual DC animated yeah. movie. Hopefully, like an hour and thirty minutes. Hopefully, or something two like hours that. of just <laughs> pure bliss. That, that's not happening. I know, but it's worth a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's also good to note um, that uh, spoilers for Justice, Justice League War, but uh, Darkseid has his eyes back. So yeah, he has his eyes poked out. <laughs> is he also still massive? Yeah. I would assume so. Yeah, that's how he is in the new Fifty Two. Okay, have you? If you guys have seen Justice League War, he is literally like a <laughs> skyscraper. The, like he's massive. Like, yeah, that's the way uh, the new Fifty Two set him up. Yeah. Uh, Rebirth has made him smaller. <laughs> but, I'm not a big fan of a big dark side. The all of Justice League New Fifty Two was setting up for this huge event. Dark side versus the anti monitor. Every yeah. single step was a step closer to that huge conflict that completely, you know, kind of changed like colossal battles for the new fifty two. Right. Because that was like the biggest Justice League event where Darkseid died. Like, that's crazy right there. You don't see him die unless Batman shoots him with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for other comics. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's uh, what we have for that movie right there. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. But anyways, last thing on DC before we kind of switch gears. Yeah, switching gears. <laughs> We're going into reverse is Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> it's coming out soon. One day. Hopefully it won't be delayed because of the coronavirus. Oh my gosh. Well, if... But I literally just found out that not only Martian Manhunter is in this Mm -hmm. cut, but also there's like over like 30 minutes of screen time or like of 30 minutes of the movie talking about Green Lantern. And he is in this movie. Hal Jordan, or it's rumored to be Hal Jordan, is reportedly in this movie. I want Jon Stewart. I love Jon Stewart. (laughs) Jon Stewart's great. I really want to see Kyle Rayner get some more love. Or Guy mm. Gardner. I want Guy to see Gardner. Taron Egerton play Guy Gardner. That's, that's, that's all I want to see right now. Uh, yeah. Um, but bouncing off just what Ryan just said. is So basically, um, Sam Benjamin uh, it has essentially been confirmed to be have played Green Lantern in the Justice League. And he went... He had an interview with... I forget who, but he essentially said that he has like a 20 to 30 minute storyline in basically Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, that was completely cut out. And so, yeah. if you guys remember, when you know Justice League was initially coming out in 2017, or when it was first announced, and the whole lineup was announced, everyone was kind of put up a big fuss, being like, "Oh my gosh, where's Green Lantern? Like, you can't have Justice League without Green Lantern and everything." Well, he's in there. I now I don't <laughs> think he would be actually be Green Lantern yet. Yeah, I assume he'd just, he'd just be, be Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan uh, yeah. working for the government as a. A.K.A. Carol Soldier. Danvers, A.K.A. Captain Marvel, <laughs> same oh, origin story. <laughs> but yeah, he's a uh, he's in there as are a ton of other characters. Yeah. So, but anyways, it's coming, guys, and I cannot wait to do a road to the Snyder Cut <laughs> talk when this actually happens. Oh boy, it's gonna be like a ten-hour episode of Peter just God, blabbing literally just on. Peter going on. <laughs> but I mean that that's kind of the wrap on DC right now. Subway. Oh, yeah. Subway <laughs> is a big marketer of the Snyder Cut. Yeah. It's crazy. They're going to have a sandwich that is just the meat tornado, which is just a ton of meat. The gain sandwich. Because Zack Snyder is a beast. Anyways, 
So switching gears a little bit from DC. Nice voice crack. <laughs> At this moment, Stephen was muted. <laughs> Wait, which audio track are you? Hang on. Same one your mom is on. <laughs> All right. Try to talk again. Okay. Oh, yeah. He muted. Yeah, he's muted. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm back. He's Sorry. Back. Anyways, let's switch gears a little bit to Star Wars. Ooh, Ooh baby. So, Star Wars. This will be probably the last thing we'll talk about because we had a lot of fun stuff. Unless you guys want to talk about Birds of Prey again or CW. <laughs> Things I'll talk hate. about the CW. First off, CW, the dialogue is actually horrible. <laughs> so imagine you take the, the cheesy lines of children, uh, children animated TV shows, and then you have that, you take away the iconic voices and the professional voice actors, and you give it to people who don't know how to act, <laughs> aka everyone in Supergirl, aka most of the people in Legends, aka <laughs> most of the people... <laughs> everywhere else <laughs> Stephen Amellan and Grant Gustin are the only people who can deliver those lines without me s- feeling like I'm tasting cheese like <laughs> golly hey what's what's wrong with cheddar I love cheddar cheese <laughs> too much of it bro <laughs> too much of it uh yeah it's bad yeah, it's yeah. very political I, I've watched uh I watched I finished all through Arrow and I watched the crossover and I the crossover was god awful yeah <laughs> it was so bad crisis yeah i did watch the scene that had so much anticipation with the legend portraying batman in live action finally. <laughs> oh my gosh like it, it was such a bad scene it's bad the uh, disrespect to tom welling uh is superman his superman yeah. it's just it's imagine for those of you who don't know about smallville imagine if they did this huge crossover uh, in the MCU, and they go to Iron Man's world, or Tony Stark, a different version of Tony Stark, and they find that he quit being Iron Man and went back to selling weapons. That's what they did to Tom Welling, where he quit being Superman and decided to live a normal life, where Smallville's this journey of him accepting that he is Superman. This is his responsibility. Mm-hmm. But... <sighs> Yeah. yeah, no, no, kind of ruins the character. Nothing more on CW. It's just yeah, it's just <laughs> no, it's just. It, see, I can accept different. I, I can. It's fine. Different takes of characters. Henry Cavill is my fa- my favorite Superman. Um, but I really do enjoy how Brandon Routh portrays the character. I think he does yeah, a really Brandon good Routh job. Yeah, Brandon Routh was the the like the only light spot, but yeah. like they completely like just kingdom. No, come. but the way that they have Tyler, they brought Tyler Hoechlin, Superman, however you say his last name. How they just basically use him as a jobber for Supergirl to make her look good the entire show. I mean, not only do they, is he like tiny physically, like the dude's pretty small. <laughs> we get it. You're bigger than this guy. You're bigger than Superman. <laughs> no, but like he's like, they like, they just completely, completely disrespect the character yeah. of Superman. Um, I know we don't want to go into the whole tangents of wow, it's no, bad, the CW. No, we don't want to. But uh, just just know that uh, there were critics when Supergirl came out saying how this is how DCU Superman should be. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's horrifying. <laughs> anyway, if you needed any less, if you needed any more reasons to trust critics less <laughs> or to tune into the CW, of course. <laughs> I think Brandon actually still watches Supergirl. <laughs> When he was living here, stop, stop. He would literally watch it. Stop. Yep, he was on like season three or something. Stop. Season four. 
Yeah, and Brandon is a film major, by the way. <laughs> my ex-roommate. Oh, my gosh. Ex for a reason. <laughs> Anyways. He, also, he also said uh, Avengers isn't memorable. So. That is true. All the MCU sheep on listening to the podcast right now are freaking out, rolling in their car seats or whatever they are, driving. Parents' basements. Yeah. Their uh, workspace, their desk. Mm. I don't know where they're listening to this podcast. Anyways, switching gears a bit from DC and comics to Star Wars. Which is very relevant right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, you can't not talk about Star Wars right now. But basically, Clone Wars is back. Whoa, um, whoa. It's amazing. I love it. Absolutely. But something that's not so interesting and not so amazing, that's getting a lot of publicity right now, is the Rise of Skywalker's extended novel that just came out. <sighs> so basically, <laughs> three months after the movie was came out, they decided, oh, this is so smart. We should launch a book that tells us even more about the movie. Because we wanted to know more about the movie, of course. Right, because who wants to... No one, no one wants to know more about this movie. No one cares okay, about the sequel. Here's the, anything. Here's, the, here's the thing. You can launch... You can have like books and stuff like that are... It kind of explore the movie in more yeah. depth. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know, like Man of Steel and BVS both had like prequel comics and things. Those like are that. prequel. But those are prequel comics. They don't go and explain like things what that happened? happen in the movie, and then basically give like a different explanation change and things. like change. Try they basically essentially try to retcon yeah. things that happen in the movie. Exactly, and we'll get to that. It's like in Endgame when you watch the movie, you have your inter- interpretation of time travel, but the du- the directors and the writers the writers have a different meaning of it so it's it's like you hear it's explained a different way anyways so basically <laughs> in this novel that came out they explain oh my gosh that the ray low kiss between kylo ren and ray was actually i quote an act of gratitude <laughs> so guys so at this moment i just want to say use phantom as a platform to say Suck it, all you Raylo fans. Suck it, <laughs> suck it, suck it, suck it. It does not exist. There is no Raylo. Confirmed by Star Wars, if you believe that Disney is canon. Um, yeah, so Raylo was never a thing and will never be a thing. I mean, it, it sucks because, like, actually, it doesn't suck. I don't care. Um, but it, it's stupid how. Like that's such, and also, oh, oh, and also, Palpatine was a clone yeah, the entire Palpatine. time. Yeah, like what? Yeah, okay. <laughs> And you're not going to introduce like, that in the movie? Like, wasn't Ray's father a clone of Palpatine? Like, a failed clone or something? I don't even know. I don't know either. No, he's just a normal guy. That got, Like, he's just a normal dude in the movie. But obviously, they explain it more in the book. I don't I know. I don't even know, bro. Basically, Disney is handling Star Wars so poorly right now. The only thing they're doing right is Clone Wars. And they're not even doing it right because... They're only giving us... Oh, and Mandalorian was good. Uh. But they're only giving us 12 episodes when there was so... There's so much... Originally, Clone Wars was supposed to have uh, nine seasons. There's total. so much content out and there. Disney, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Everyone loves the Clone Wars. Exactly. Disney act, Disney it. took away Clone Wars. And then they want us to applaud them. And like, oh my gosh, you're saving Clone Wars. No, you killed Clone Wars in the first place. Dave Filoni had to fight for that to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- oh my God. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. <laughs> Basically, when they announced Clone Wars saved... I, I was so happy, and it, I, I didn't even think, it didn't even cross my mind that, like, this is all because of them. Yes. Like, it's, oh. it's also it's also really, really funny that, you know, I, like I guess Disney. ironic. And that, Bob Iger stepped down. Yeah. <laughs> On another news, yeah. Yeah. It's, all, it's kind of ironic how Disney, we all know they, they love money. That's ultimately all that they care about. 
And yet, you know, you have all these fans who love Clone Wars, who want Clone Wars, that you're not going to give yeah. us more Clone Wars. Yeah. It's like, it's like they, like, they're creative marketing team or like whoever makes all the business decisions and creative decisions like isn't doing their research it's like they don't know who the fans are they're taking like they think they're, the, they're taking notes from warner bros oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is basic marketing research guys you have to know your consumer we're about to talk about marketing, baby. <laughs> oh boy, take it away, Ryan. Specialty. They're marketing. Disney is marketing Star Wars right now. Literally, it feels like they're marketing it to a 13-year-old girl <laughs> who loves Baby Yoda. And, and Billie Eilish. Yep. And, and Billie Eilish. And Raylo. Yeah. I listened to a Billie Eilish song. Now I'm depressed. Yep. Like it, it's, it was, it's so <laughs> odd. I hate to say it, but your consumer Disney is a thirty-year-old white guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Playing video games. Yeah, like Star Wars Battlefront Two. Here, I got I got a joke for you guys. I already told this to Ryan. How how uh, mm-hmm. do you get a one billion dollar franchise? Start off with a $2 billion franchise. No, yeah, you give Calvin Kennedy control of a $3 billion franchise. Oh, dang, for real? <laughs> I was being sp- it's like sarcastic. Well, yeah, how, how much uh, did Disney buy it for? Was it $3 million? $4 billion. $4 billion. I mean, that's why George yeah, Lucas is, you know, a net worth of like 400 or not four. He has over $400 billion. He's like the richest director of all yeah. time. So... Man, I wish I got that. I applied for an internship at Lucasfilm. Man, I didn't get it. But. Yeah, you probably were too qualified. Like, uh, we need someone who's uh, has a little less, you know, vision for Star Wars, and uh, we'll just say yes to whatever we want. Pretty much, like J.J. Abrams. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and you guys haven't even seen the Red Skywalker, yeah, yeah. have you? I have seen basically a lot of clips. Of yeah. it, Here's the the sad part. Like, I don't actually want to watch it. <laughs> Like, I, I love Star Wars. Like, who doesn't love Star Wars? But, like, I'm pretty sure all of us, you know, most everyone who listens to Phantom Rant loves Star Wars in one way or another. Who doesn't love yeah. Star Wars? If you don't yeah. like Star Wars, turn off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just kind of crazy to me that, like, I still haven't seen Rise of Skywalker, and I don't have a huge desire to see it. Like, it just doesn't feel like Star Wars. When, when, I, it, when, it, mm-hmm. when it comes out on, like, Blu-ray or whatever, whenever I'm able to watch it, like, sure, I'll watch it. Like, but I'm really have no desire to see it and the thing watch, is watch I, peter love it like <laughs> absolutely love it no and i release the abrams cut <laughs> release the abrams. no uh who's the colin trevorrow kid yeah colin trevorrow, colin trevorrow was yeah. the original director release the trevorrow cut honestly well, he didn't i'd be act- so down for that well he didn't like film have you seen anything. the art for that oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah can't really say release the it Trevor been very Oka very different when, when it, it never even existed yeah. yeah it never even existed. yeah disney but, has a lot of issues no because here's the thing so i when snyder when, cut doesn't exist trigger <laughs> trigger trigger no trigger when you intensifies. when you when i watch the force awakens like i feel like most people like see a magic trick really enjoy I can that make peter <laughs> get upset <laughs> the snyder cut doesn't exist ben affleck is a terrible batman <laughs> Okay, so when Christian Bale is much better than Ben Affleck <laughs> as Batman, he's so much more comic accurate. <laughs> Henry Cavill was a really bad Superman, and Superman in Man of Steel wasn't even Superman; it was just a knockoff. He wasn't even smiling at all, and he, he has to save more individual and people and kittens out of trees. He oh my killed. gosh! Like he killed people! Like oh my Dude, god! He killed like General Zod. <laughs> oh my gosh! General Zod isn't even good. Like what the heck? Okay, so <laughs> everything that triggers reader less than a minute. Okay, so um, 
with oh this my background. god, I love Ant Man the Wasp. That movie is so good. <laughs> Yo, I love Infinity War. It has so many stakes. Dude, Endgame takes way more stakes though. Oh my gosh, like so many, so stakes. many risks. But Captain yeah. Marvel has the best performance in any comic book movie ever. From Brie Larson herself. Is that supposed trigger? to trigger me? Because <laughs> that's a fact. It's so true. But still, but still, don't worry. Um, back on track, though. Um, I... <laughs> and you guys say I go off on tangents. Um, <laughs> this isn't a tangent. We switch conversations. Oh, oh right I right forgot now. to mention. Zack Snyder does not know how to deal with comic book characters. Like... <laughs> The way he's taken Batman as Superman this past decade was horrifying. I wish I could go back in time and take Whoa. the ability for him to make those movies away. Toy mach- like, time because, travel works in Endgame so well. Oh, my God. Because he doesn't deserve those characters. Right, guys? <laughs> I had figured some more. He mispronounced Gal Gadot. Oh, he yeah. was Gal Gadot. Or Margot Robbie. I'm kidding about Zack Snyder. He's, he's got so much more triggered. You just, oh, man. This is so good. Okay, so. Wait, Margot Robbie? Margot. Here? <laughs> Margot. Margot. Margaret. Swear to me. Um, okay. Peter's been trying to say something for the last like fifteen minutes. <laughs> We've just been like yapping on, just, just okay. not letting. All right, talk. folks. So that was a great episode. It's all the time we got tonight because we're trying to watch Witcher. Okay. <laughs> yes. Back to just quickly right, wrapping to, up oh, Star no, Wars. Right, we're going back. <laughs> wrapping up Star Wars. Okay. Yes. 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 So I think Wait, most. Oh, people- I forgot we were talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Same. So wrapping, kind of just wrapping up the sequel. So Lucas Films basically had no plan. I'm haunted by the kiss that you never should have given me. <laughs> I hey, don't like sand. It's rough and it's coarse. And it gets a bad plan right. is better than no plan at all. Not like you. <laughs> Anyways, he's trying to say something. <laughs> okay, so I think most people kind of enjoyed The Force Awakens at first. It's like a love letter to the originals. Obviously, we know what happened with The Last Jedi. I said most people, Stephen. But it's like, you Stephen, know. you're an outlier. <laughs> <laughs> the Last Jedi is just lame episode four. <laughs> the Last Jedi? Not The Last Jedi, The Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. What's so great about the, the Last Jedi? It's better than The Force Awakens. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Jack, help! <laughs> no, okay. Okay, so... Like, if The Rise of Skywalker had ended being, like, really good, I would have... It would be really hard for me to... I have like, to bleep that out. <laughs> it would honestly be really hard for me to kind of be like, oh, yeah, no, I don't like the sequels but like because rise of skywalker was kind of underwhelming and everything it just caused me to be like okay i really don't care about the sequels and that's like yeah. a sad thing because i want to care about star wars so much yeah but then with disney not knowing anything they do although one thing we can thank disney for or at least the last jedi for regardless of how people feel about it whether they like it or dislike it is it caused people to wake up to and see how trash of a site Rotten Tomatoes is. Mm, okay, true. Something we DC fans have been preaching since 2013. That is true. And it took them it took the Last Jedi for people to realize, oh, critics do suck. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, watch movies, form your own opinion, and but yeah, what Peter was trying to say in the beginning was Lucasfilm had no plan to create episodes seven, eight, and nine. That's why they sold it to Disney, and then Disney had no plan either to have a proper 789 they hired three different directors to direct movies who they never talked to each other of like hey let's meet get together beforehand and create this cohesive plan everything was just thrown around uh ian mcdarmid who uh plays dot cds was told that he was 
It was literally like a, a year, year before, and a half ago, a year and a half from yeah. today <laughs> that they told him that they said, "Hey, we want you to come back and play, you know, Emperor Palpatine." Oh, yeah. And you guys know how I feel about this. Like, yeah. oh my god, I've ranted about this for so long. <laughs> I don't even want to. Why, why talk can't about you just it? accept what they give you, <laughs> Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Steven, why can't you just accept Birds of Prey for what it is? It's garbage, absolute <laughs> filth of humanity. If we have, if no you want to s- take a standard cane, who is the best? Like hand to hand fighter in the DC universe and turn her into a Harley Quinn wannabe, I will find you and kill you. If we have no standards in movie and filmmaking, then what's the point in watching anything? Yes. Button caps. Just say that you enjoy and love all movies. Yeah, exactly. No. No, 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 no. (laughs) Have your opinions, guys. Have your opinions. But, anyways, guys, that was a really fun talk. Um, It was really fun to have you guys on this Mm -hmm. episode. This has been really nice having you guys back. Yeah. Talking about good stuff that's relevant in pop culture right now. The Last Jedi is better than The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. <laughs> the Last Jedi well, is mean, better than The Force Awakens, too. Honestly, they all suck. So, I mean, they all like, do. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, yeah, it, like a year ago, if you said The Last Jedi was better than Rise of Skywalker or Reven- the, Re- Force. Force Awakens, I don't even know. I would have been really upset. But now. I really just don't give two poops. <laughs> hey, Force Awakens is just um, episode four copied and pasted into fancier font. Well, yeah, with better visuals. Yeah, and fancier better. font. Oh, but but, but 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 they changed the sound effect of a lightsaber, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Wasn't that different from a New Hope? But except, it haunts with the Force older. Awakens. You have, I mean, not Force Awakens. Last Hope. You have. Uh, better last character. hope the last hope dude i'm it like was the last hope <laughs> it failed. a new hope you have better characters you have a more cohesive storyline instead of what the force awakens try to do is they try to like capture on all the magic of star wars without creating anything yeah they just copied and pasted yeah. and part of the magic of star wars is where this universe can take you where it's going to take you and no one wants to revisit the past like that and in a more boring way with characters like Ray, who is a uh, wannabe Luke, not as, uh, you know, well-written, well-written, anything. Yeah. Not I have no flaws, not a flawed character. Yeah. Like, uh, with regards to like the force awakens, um, it, I hate people, that we're talking about the sequels. <laughs> okay, original trilogy, original trilogy. Comparing even just to the new to to a New Hope, you know the original Star Wars movie that changed movies, that changed filmmaking, that was revolutionary. Okay, think about yeah. so we all saw Endgame. You know, not adjust for inflation, make you know more money than any movie he's ever made. You know, in the box office last year. Think about this: adjusted for inflation, so Star Wars, a New Hope. Made over three billion dollars, more than Endgame, with no buildup, no nothing. So Bro, think about how insane, like the Star Wars mania and the Star Wars hype was, and what George Lucas created. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of mind blowing. How like, oh my god, we're like losing our mind over Endgame and stuff, and it's a great accomplishment and all that. But like, you you think about the fact that you know A New Hope with you know no buildup, like what the MCU had or anything. Yeah, and it makes you know. Over $3 billion. Oh, Star Wars was a cultural phenomenon, dude. Mm-hmm. It changed pop culture. Like, 
there, it's literally like BCAD with Star Wars, like before Star Wars, after Star Wars mm-hmm. in pop culture. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. We've if you guys want to hear more about why we don't like the sequels, go listen to our Rise of Skywalker reflection <laughs> episode, and you'll hear all of oh, it. I, I still haven't been able to listen to that because I haven't even seen <laughs> <Yeah>. the movie. <laughs> but anyways, guys, one we, last question. Though. Oh, what's up? Don't want to drag this out too long. What's up? But I, since we're on the topic of Star Wars and the original trilogy and yeah. everything, I wanted to ask, what would Star Wars be without John Williams' music? Oh. Would it be as... Would Star Wars be this as iconic? This was my question we didn't get to answer in our Q&A. Would Star Wars be as iconic and leave the pop cultural impact it had without John Williams? Everyone knows the himself. Star Wars theme. Everyone knows, you know, Imperial March or the intro to Star yeah. Wars. It's like ingrained in your mind and you hear it all the time. Like Ohio State's uh, marching band has adopted that. College football teams play that everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I went off with Ohio State. O H I O. O H I O. Anyways, what he's, trying, what he's trying to say is that Star Wars is a space opera. That's uh, that's what yeah. it is. Um, which is literally, um, a, like a movie where the music is just as important as action sequences. Uh-huh. And like, imagine Star Wars without that because i watched a documentary before post editing like they had their own like sound effects and stuff that was already like pre-prepared and it sounded horrible like horrible 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 like they almost like can't like like tossed in the towel like we're done with star wars but they brought in i forget his name also george lucas's wife had a big um well ex-wife now <laughs> had a um, big big responsibility with sound editing with star wars and literally this what you hear in star wars is literally and you can argue is more than half of what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. Like every sound effect is is uh, like iconic. Yeah. Even just like a simple walking of an ATSD, we all mm-hmm. know what that is. Um, but yeah, Star Wars would definitely not be the same if John Williams didn't. Like, I mean, I don't know because just imagine. <laughs> I, I don't know Michael Giacchino scoring Star Wars. It just, I don't know, because John like, Williams is just such a legend. Same, yeah. He's just such a legend. Yeah, I mean. When you think about Star Wars and just how it has so many iconic themes and it's like not even close, no other franchise comes close. Would you do you guys think if Star Wars didn't have the John Williams music, would it still be considered the greatest franchise of all time? I don't think so, to be honest, because part of what makes Star Wars so iconic is mm-hmm. the, the themes. Music. Yeah. The music's, I mean, you, it, you will yeah, be, I don't you'll know. find it a lot harder That's to feel the way you feel watching Anakin and Obi-Wan battle it out on Mustafar. Watching, yeah. you, watching that feeling that you get when Darth Vader walks into a room isn't there. That feel that like kind of like creepy feeling that you get from Palpatine. Yeah. It's not there without the music. The music yeah. adds an, another element to these characters, oh, to yeah. these scenes that the the screen just can't the acting just can't uh do on its own yeah it can't show us on its own yeah the music supersedes everything mm-hmm. yeah like yeah like music in star wars is everything i think mm-hmm. and it, honestly i could answer this right now i do not think star wars would be as popular and the best franchise of all time without the music seconded yeah, I do not think so, to answer your question, Peter. There I've we go. Like a minute to think about that. And like we've already given our reasons why. It's just mm-hmm. it's just not the same. No. 
it completely changes that. Imagine Darth Vader with um a Ant Man and the Wasp oh, um <laughs> villain theme. <laughs> Luke's, Not memorable at all. Luke staring off into the sunset or two sunsets technically. Yeah, imagine binary sunset <laughs> being to like I don't know something that it's not memorable. It just imagine like this being the theme for like binary sunsets. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> it's just not the same, guys. It's just not the same. <laughs> imagine this being the theme of Imperial March. <laughs> just the emperor arriving on the death star too bro are they the good guys <laughs> or or uh <laughs> the emperor is coming here you better double your efforts because the Metal emperor is not as forgiving as me <laughs> like it just is so funny like imagine like or you got this like let's say like darth vader comes walking in Where's the menacing? Like, what is that? It's the Witcher. Oh my god, of course it's the Witcher. <laughs> oh my god. Someone needs to stop this man. <laughs> Anyways, guys, this has been such a fun episode. Uh, I love every every time you guys are on. It's always fun. It's always fun. Thank you. I love these boys. These boys are awesome. Um, but <clears throat> hopefully, sometime soon, we can have you guys back on for another interesting episode, mm-hmm. which. Should we spoil it, or should we keep it a surprise? Keep it a surprise. Keep for now, because, you know, things are uncertain the, with how, you know. Keep it in the archives timing. for yeah. now. Phantom mm-hmm. archives. But, uh, yeah, guys, I'm super excited for this year, and especially next year. Mm-hmm. We'll be good to talk about. But as always, send feedback. Please. Please! <laughs> I don't do as good as Devin does it, did I? No, Devin and Clint, they have their own. They, they, they do it really well. They but do. like, I have to you know, carry on the tradition. Oh, and guys, merch is coming out soon, so stay tuned. So stay tuned, <laughs> guys. <for that. laughs> guys, I just want to tell you when you have that uh that little you know commercial announcement where Ryan mentioned <laughs> that it'd be coming out for Christmas. That was an error on Ryan's part. You got some of you might not have even noticed, but you uh, played Witcher again. <laughs> <laughs> Steven is obsessed with Witcher. Yeah, that was an error on Ryan's part. Hopefully, it's coming out before Christmas because that was just an old, uh, old <laughs> ad from last year. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna close this episode with Witcher music just for Steven. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it, big time. <laughs>
<laughs> Typical Batman, am I right? Oops. Whoops. Did I say ten minutes? Did I say ten minutes? I, I meant ten seconds. Well, welcome back to a Defender on Radio. Uh, we're ready to good, uh, really excited for this episode. It's a couch talk episode with uh, uh, returning guest, the Moser Brothers. It's hello, uh, hello, hello. So Peter, glad to be back. So glad to be back. Blessings Pe- and blessings. Peter, Stephen, uh, we're very excited to have them on the episode. Namaste. Um, then we are going to talk about lots of good stuff. Like uh, we could talk about comic. We talk about uh, Ryan's mom. We talk. We talk about uh, the Stevens' mom. We talk about the Peter mom. 